Hi there, welcome to another episode of Around the Emirates with Sarah Musa. I'm here with a special guest, Omar. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. For those of you that don't know, Omar is CEO of Edelman Middle East. You can see we're filming in our offices here today. So, Omar, I am so happy you're finally on the show. I've been chasing him for like maybe... I'd say, what, two odd months? I think a bit more, to be brutally honest. <laughs> a little bit more. Perfect. So tell me about why you got into the PR industry. Uh, so despite all my family being engineers, my father worked for Aramco, my brother's an engineer, okay. my uh, uncle was engineers, I was the one that slightly did something different and studied politics and history. Okay. And from there, um, I was given the opportunity to work for the British government as an, as an intern, started mm -hmm. off. Uh, and I saw the excitement at communications could bring okay. and I actually started my career as an intern as I'd say actually cutting out newspaper articles getting clip sticks <laughs> and then faxing it to ministers so this is probably something unheard of in, the, <laughs> in today's age wow wait so I understand that you were the youngest British government spokesperson ever at 21 yes exactly officially officially so, <laughs> so the, the gov British government has a, a organization named the GCS government communication service I see. and because I did an intern for one year and then it let me work for one year my final year mm -hmm. I qualified for two years experience so I, I became uh, a press officer stroke spokesman at the age of 21 that's incredible. What was it like? I must have been, like crazy. It was fun. Like I spent twelve years in the British government across different mandates. I see. Um, it was it was interesting. Sometimes we sleepwalked into our own problems. Um, the media in the UK is very different to mm -hmm. in the region, um, but it was it was interesting. Um, I and I only left the British government because I wanted an international career, which Edelman okay. offered me. I see. Okay, so you went from British government to Edelman. Yes. Uh, because they found out I was born and raised in Saudi. Um, okay. So they were like, ah, oh, you can open up our Saudi office. So I did that for five years. And I still have family there. And despite this accent, I call myself Arab. Um, no, I'm very proud of it. <laughs> okay, cool. So um, I understand that you left Edelman and came back as CEO. A boomerang is a thing. Boomerang is a There's is 12 of us in this business which have left seen the grass isn't always green on the other side and wanted to come Just back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I left to go to a Saudi family business that owned an automotive company and then diversified. But the law of Edelman and being able to res be responsible for the region was too much for me. So I came back three years ago last week. Wow. Well, happy anniversary. Thank you. Three years ago. Wow. Three years as a whole CEO. That's I, I was 37 when I became CEO. Oh, let's count. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So what kind of like really crazy or weird client requests have you had in PR? I've had plenty and there's been plenty of uh, experiences which actually makes career in comms really interesting. Okay. So I've walked into ministerial meetings where the minister's banging their head on the table or they are asking to borrow my tie because they're going to an important meeting and they forgot it. They just minister. Yeah, yeah, they're the minister, right? So you've got to do it. <laughs> like, take my yeah. <laughs> um, and I think because communications is constantly evolving, mm -hmm. and I've never sat on my laurel, so I've got 20 years communications experience, but I'm constantly learning. And one of my mandates is to always hire people better than me, like you. Um, one, to kind of um, uh, professionalize the industry, but two, um, making sure that we've always got the right people and we're always socializing skill sets. Mm -hmm. So I'm a big fan of things like mentoring. I mentor a journalist, an intern from our business, 
um, an entrepreneur as mm -hmm. well as a government advisor. And yeah. I encourage other people to do mentoring. And that's why it's exciting. It's like you're constantly learning and evolving and helping people. Right. No, I completely see where you're coming from. I feel like something that this agency that differentiates Edelman from other agencies is just how much you invest in your people. Mm. I, I haven't seen that in other agencies as much, to be honest. Like Whether it's like internship programs that are much more hands-on, whether mm. it's you taking the time to like... Even the way you give feedback mm. is so important. I feel like Edelman does it differently than yeah. other agencies. And it goes back down to the start of my career. I started off as an intern. Right. So I've had literally people shouting at my face and I'm like, I'm never going to be that boss. Yeah, that yeah. you learn from the ones that are the worst. Yeah, too. exactly. And yeah, then yeah. you you lead by example. Mm. So if I come in, sit in my office and don't talk to anyone, then that is going to create a culture. Yeah. But I want... I wanted to create a culture where everyone is collegiate, supportive, mm -hmm. responsible as well. Right. And that's what we've got now. We've got a team which I've built mm -hmm. um, with um, that are all leading by example. Wonderful. Okay. So uh, what is your association or your affiliation with MEPRA exactly? Uh, Edelman has been a member of MEPRA for a number of years. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there are alumni on the board. Okay. Um, I know that MEPRA is an important organization for the industry in the region, and that's a, only a good thing because I know they do um, a focus, or there's loads of focus on trainings, mm -hmm. insights as an industry professional body actually professionalizing the, mm -hmm. the, sort of the, the industry. Okay. It's also an opportunity to bring people together. Mm -hmm. um, and there is another industry body, which I'm part of as well, the PRCA. Mm -hmm. um, and it's all about winning and rising together. Um, and MEPRA and both the PRCA do that. Shout out to MEPRA and PRCA! That's you! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my next question, we're going to get a little bit deeper. So um, can you talk to me about one or you know, some of the main kind of challenges you've experienced in PR? Not necessarily mm. as a CEO, but just mm. what you've witnessed in the industry in the Middle East. Yeah. And how did you overcome those? So I think there are two points which come to mind here is communications isn't a nine to five, five job. Mm -hmm. It's not like you come in, you turn your phone off, yeah, you leave your laptop, right? Yeah. There's always something happening, especially in the Middle East, right. um, because there's global ambitions for our clients as well. So it's, my advice to people wanting to get into the industry is be prepared um, to continue to learn, to grow, and commit to it. Mm -hmm. I think the other challenge in the Middle East, and this is us as senior people in the industry, is to constantly um, support young people, enter the industry, find the talent, give yeah. them a platform, give them a chance. Mm -hmm. Because talent is ultimately what makes the industry. Okay. And if we give people a break, they will, one, be advocates of your business, two, um, be a mirror image of your sort of leadership. Mm -hmm. So there has to be a focus on talent in the region, um, mm -hmm. giving people um, the opportunity to, to start their careers. The other challenge for the Middle East is unpacking it. Mm -hmm. So part of my job is constantly educating the rest of the, sort of the industry and uh, the network in terms of Abu Dhabi is very different to Dubai, which is very different to Riyadh. Mm -hmm. The language and Arabic language isn't uniform across the region. Mm -hmm. um, I'm quite passionate about the region, um, mm -hmm. so I'm constantly educating people about actually the dynamics of it, the insights. I was on a call with a US client last night, and um, he actually thanked me at the end and said, like, I've never had a briefing like that. That was really, mm -hmm. that was really rounded. You know what was happening in Qatar, the dynamics in Kuwait. Um, so it's, we're all advocates and ambassadors for the region and we need to lead by example. Very interesting. It didn't actually occur to me that like working for the Middle East means that you actually advocate for Middle Eastern countries, companies. Mm. It's a very interesting um, mm. take on it. That's cool. Um, so what do you think, like what do you see as like the future or like the next step for the PR industry? 
I think the next step is it's going to constantly evolve. Mm -hmm. 20 years in this industry, it hasn't stood still. Yeah. And we're adding new skill sets. We are playing in the um, advertising marketing space with the mm -hmm. addition of creatives, digital strategists. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I see the work from there. And I think uh, one of the other challenges for the industry, going back to your previous question, mm -hmm. is to make sure that we're using those skill sets with traditional comms and created creating integrated um, solutions for our clients and organizations, be it mm -hmm. if you're client side, if you're uh, agency side, or even government. Yeah, I mean, we can't just rely on the usual, like traditional, like press release and, you know, mm. turnout of content. It's, it's mm. much more than that. It's much bigger than that now. Yeah. And it's so much more competitive too. Like if you don't have literally high quality work in every mm. single aspect of what you offer, then. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's what I'm really proud of mm -hmm. is, I spent 12 years client-side with the government, two years client-side at Saudi Family Business. Mm -hmm. um, but what I've done when I've come back to the business is make sure that we're actually creating tailored solutions for our clients. Mm -hmm. So it's not generic, yeah. it's a press release, so that's the default position. It's yeah. like, let's really counsel what communication should be for them and mm -hmm. what the opportunity would be. Mm -hmm. um, and that means that we have to become true advisors, and that mm -hmm. sometimes means having hard conversations. <laughs> uh, but no, I totally agree with you. Like, we're not just there to like, you know, to do branding or press releases. We're there to be an actual partner. We're there to help strategize. We're there to counsel. Mm -hmm. We want to be the first person that you call when, that you want to call when you pick up the phone and you have a problem, right? It's yeah. not just about like the day-to-day -day stuff. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so my last question to you is, what is like one or two like really big pieces of advice for people that are trying to enter PR? Um, one, get a mentor. Yeah, um, mentor? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the guy that gave me my break 20 years ago was a guy named James Peacock. Okay. Um, he didn't need to um, allow me to be an intern in the, in the British government, but to this day, I still turn to him for advice. So he got you into the British government? Yeah. Okay. I, I wrote an email to him saying, in my third year at university, I need to work. Please, mm -hmm. can I spend it with you? Okay. Within five minutes, he wrote back saying, absolutely, you can come and spend some time with me personally. Wow. Um, so that then started off my career, just because someone gave me that break. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want to do for people in our industry. Just right. give them that break. And mm -hmm. then it's the platform or springboard for them to then grasp their own career. So one, get a mentor. Mm -hmm. Two, read the news every day. Oh we God. are in the news business. And when clients oh, yeah. call us or stakeholders call us or ministers call us, they expect us to be on top of our briefs. Mm -hmm. So every morning I'm at my desk at eight and I'm reading the business section of the national newspaper. That is my default position. Understand what's in the news. Mm -hmm. And then three is what I've just said, constantly evolve and learn. Like, you're not just, I know it all, and then... Yeah. Um, you can't it. rest on your laurels, like you no, said. absolutely not. I'm CEO, I've got 20 years' experience, but I'm still I'm still proud to say that I'm still learning and yeah. innovating. Is there any final message you'd like to leave for the viewers of the episode? No, this is great. <laughs> you weren't as tough as I was expecting you to be. I'm not trying to push you on the spot. I'm trying to make us all look good. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to say, obviously, you know, once again, this is Omar, and um, this is a very special segment of Around the Emirates coming out this Saturday. As you guys know, there's a new episode out every other Saturday. I'm on Instagram, Spotify, Buzzsprout, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and youtube so please feel free to leave your comments below let me know if you want to be on the show and of course you can find all the information in the link in bio thank you so much for being on the show thank you. thanks everyone bye